All right. Where's my intro? Are you starting? Okay, here we go. At the top of the 18. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Wait, We're what? not doing that. That's a disaster. Help. <laughs> Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the podcast inspired by the podcast that's too beautiful to live. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Anne Lundholm. It's time for a Monday recap where we investigate the scene of last week's TBTL. Chunk, chunk. And I realize that's a weird metaphor, but I'm sticking with it. TBTL as a murder scene. Uh, first up. My neighbor in the north from Home Sweet Money Pit Studios in the North Rosedale neighborhood of Detroit, Michigan. It's Meredith, the MVH Van Harn. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Anne. Uh, which person are you in um, uh, Law and Order LRB? Are you the oh. tech? Are you the sergeant? Are you the wisecracking detective? I want to be the serious, sober uh, mortician. Oh, okay. Ooh, I like that. Get Ben Ham in here. Get, get her in here. We, we need some research. And from the opposite end of the country, in temperature-controlled Glen Lake Studios in Dallas, Texas, it's Hillary, transcontinental woman Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. It's a it's another 66 degree day in my childhood bathroom. Um, I'm great. I just realized that this is the first time in two episodes that I'm recording and I'm not drunk. So that's a positive. Oh. <laughs> my mom just said, I heard the last episode and then it was like silence. And I'm like, I know. I know. And who, I know. who are you in Law and Order LRB? Oh, goodness gracious. I always, you know, I love Chris Noth. So I'm him. What's his Ooh. name? I mean, I know he's not SVU. He's, he's you know, like OG Law and Order. I want to call him Big, uh, but that's not the right I know. series. It's like Mike. Uh, oh, yeah, it's Mike something. Oh. Mike Logan. I love Mike Logan. Very and he good. was pro-choice. I loved him. He was the best. <laughs> there was a whole episode where he was like talked about how pro-choice he was. So I was like, yes, I'm into it. <laughs> yes. and uh, And finally... Because we all know that we females can't be allowed to podcast without supervision. From the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the Ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's Mike, the jail dude Frizzell. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Ian. I like to think of myself as like the Roy Orbach character, whatever whatever his his <laughs> title was. But uh, because Jerry Orbach. Right. Jerry Orbach. And they were partners with Logan. Logan and uh Jerry Orbach were, were part Briscoe, Lenny Briscoe, that was his name. Mainly because when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> sure you do. Well, what about you, Ann? Um, oh, yeah, can yeah. I be the... Um, Ice the Cube? gentle I and... Oh, yeah, that's me. The gentle <laughs> and caring um, psychologist, the oh. police psychologist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so you, Ann. And they always have such a complicated home life too. You think that they've got it all figured out, you right. know. She's got it she's got it all buttoned up, but you know, her home life is is a disaster. Yep. 
I'm a complicated woman. Yeah. What can I say? You can help other people with their problems, but but you're you're a wreck. Who's going to help you? Yeah. <laughs> well, as always, we will take care of some LRB business. I guess we'll solve the TBTL crime. Uh, we'll do some housekeeping. Who stole the entertainment? Is that possible? <laughs> And we'll let you know how you can get involved with the show. Let's get right into the business. Hillary, are you on the business desk today? Apparently. This is this is a, a new frontier for me, but um, I thought I'd take this one. Let's let's discuss our post LRB weekend. Uh, let's debrief about it. it. I personally thought it was a great weekend. I didn't have my kids with me. I drank probably a little bit too much, but I had a really good time with all of y'all. And it was the first time um, all of us were together in one room. It was amazing. It was fantastic. We all do exist. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to let you know that I saved you all. From possible food oh. poisoning. What? Oh. Uh, because uh, hopefully, I don't know oh. if it's been clear <laughs> that my brother Matt decided to tag along with me to the picnic. He'd been staying awesome. with me the week before, and then he thought he would just detour on his way to home to San Francisco and <clears throat> come to the picnic and meet everybody. He listens to the show, so he just wanted to get in with the gang, and it was really fun. He's a great guy. He's very tall and nice. Um, that's how I. I that's he's how I very tall, him. very slender, very nice. Um, and at the end of the picnic, he was. Let's just say he was in a <laughs> chemical state where <laughs> he may have had the munchies. <laughs> he um. He was in a state where a lot of food seemed to be the idea. And so he, like, brought all this food back from the picnic, mm. like a huge bowl of pasta salad and a, two containers of potato salad and a thing of guacamole and a thing of fresh salsa and this entire tray of, like, turkey pinwheel wraps. And I'm like, you do know we're in a hotel room, right? This is, this is a mini fridge. There's limited uh, real estate for <laughs> keeping things Yes, yeah, so safe. he got the pasta salad and the um, potato salad in the fridge. But the guacamole sat out oh. on the desk all night, okay. and the tray of turkey pinwheel wraps, he had the brilliant idea to put it on the in-room air conditioner, oh, I, that, like that the in-wall air conditioner, yeah. and just crank it up. Sure. And then the next morning, I was like, um, what are you planning to do with those? And he was like, well, I'm just going to take it to the get-together today. And I was like, No! <laughs> You are not taking day-old, unrefrigerated turkey pinwheel wraps and giving them to my friends. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad that you... Thank you for saving us. Yes. Yeah, that was really looking out. As the older sister, I had to put my foot down (laughs) that one. I mean, if there was one thing that could have made my red-eye flight back worse, it would be food poisoning. Yeah. (laughs) So, you're welcome. (laughs) Uh, no it was I loved meeting Matt he was he was a great addition and I loved meeting Gregory Mm -hmm. Meredith Bo the only thing that I object to was I sat in the back of the van that um Christy rented so kindly to tote us around um Seattle and I listened to um a little man crush being born between two Gregory and (laughs) Matt 
talk wow. about video games in depth about video games for about an hour. <laughs> and I felt like as such a teenager because I was just like, I can't, I can't listen to this. <laughs> I'm glad that they found each other. Oh, <laughs> this is a love that I can't compete with. And I'm, I'm happy that they, that, yeah, that they found each other. And I'm happy that it took some of the heat off of me to talk about video games for a little oh. while. I love that Meredith and I were both on our like phones or whatever. We're just like fully ignoring them. But you know what we were doing, Hillary, is we were also playing video games. I know, so I, I'm like, oh, they're talking about video games. Good. Video games are stupid. Meanwhile, like like buying stuff on Candy Crush probably right. and like getting more. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's just no plot to Candy Crush. I mean, I played it for a long time too. There's just nothing to discuss really. It's like, hey, do you remember level 1372 when when the, the one spinner oh, yeah, came in one. from the right when the all of the rest of them came in from the left and you had to... You know, I mean, no, you don't remember that. And you can't talk about it. I did say to somebody, I had dinner with some friends, and I was like, yeah, they were talking about like Final Fantasy VII, and my friend Arthur was like, I love Final Fantasy VII. Oh, and I was like, people oh my who God. have opinions about Final Fantasy have serious mm. opinions about Final <laughs> Fantasy. Anyway, I, I, a true love was born this weekend. It was. <laughs> Between uh, like whack pack members of LRB, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That was great. Um, and we also got some new potential merch, you and I, Hillary. Yes. <laughs> so cool. Um, we posted pictures on social media. Hillary has a mug that says, it's fine, TM. <laughs> and I have a mug that says, don't at me. <laughs> I'm very, very pleased with my new merch. I can't wait. I'm going to take it to work and just be like, look, read my face. It's fine. <laughs> No, it was great. It was a really, really great weekend. The weather was wonderful. Um, and we had a great time hanging out with all of y'all that made it out. Um, yeah. I love Seattle, and I will be back um, a lot. Ugh, I'll keep that place. back. It's disgusting. It's, it's ugly. the worst. It's gross. <laughs> the weather was Ugh. terrible. Just God, that was garbage. Dumb mountain. Shit. Straight up gross. <laughs> it's basically a hill. Um, so, so Amy uh, was able to get to the weekend she didn't get to much of the uh, the picnic but like the the next day we were at at will's house uh the you know the hosts and a couple of the people and and um amy was curious as to how my my leg system worked oh, so yeah. uh, oh my gosh let me <laughs> let me just interrupt briefly and say that if mike says I will give you a demonstration, but I need some lotion and a washcloth. <laughs> it's not as scary as you think. I, it's a common misconception from um, from those who are in attendance at this at this leg demonstration that I asked for uh, lotion and a washcloth. I asked for lotion and a hand towel, <laughs> uh, not a washcloth. Big difference. He brought me a washcloth. I think that's why everyone thinks washcloth. He brought me, you know, an, an old, like, you know, J.C. Penney, uh, you know, or Sears Safari Collection washcloth or whatever it was. And and uh, it, I didn't mind getting the sample size L'Occitane lotion. That's fine. That's enough for the purposes <laughs> of my demonstration. Um, were I to, to, to be demonstrating both legs, I would need a larger bottle of, of lotion. But... Mm-hmm. Um, Yes. But I, I was able to get to the, you know, I had a uh, family barbecue on Saturday and then I, I was able to get over to Will's and and, and put on this demonstration. And as, as as I was about to to do the demonstration, 
like people kept gathering. It's like, oh, everyone wants to see it, especially because Will's like running all over the house trying to find, you know, what I've demanded because he didn't take me seriously. Nobody took me seriously when I said what I needed. And then they're like, ah, okay, do the, you know, dance for us. Do the demonstration. You know, I'm like, no, I don't do this demonstration until I have a hand towel and some lotion. And so that took a long time. And then, so I just tried to make it pay off for everyone because we all had to wait a long time to see the demonstration. So I, I gave it my all. And I think that, that was definitely my highlight of the weekend because I, I, it got to be about me for about, I don't know, 15 minutes. How long would you say this demonstration lasted? Yeah, that was about it. Was, right? it was yeah. A lot of flourishing, you know. <laughs> there really was. I mean, you are a showman for sure. I just like that it sort of ended with Amy carrying the leg around and oh, triumphantly. Like taking the shoe off and yeah. checking the sock. Right, right, right. I had to retake I had to retake the leg off so that uh and and get the shoe off and the sock off and the whole thing had to be inspected uh by nurse Amy. Right. Well we had uh, to figure out if it had articulated toes. Oh right. Which right, it right. does. <laughs> yeah. Fancy. Yeah. Oh, it was it was interesting. I mean, you had you like warned us it's going to be, you know, it's going to be very dramatic. It really wasn't. I mean, it was very interesting. But, and I am squeamish and it was not it was not grody. It was I it missed was cool. this entire thing. Was I out on the rowboat or something? I, I this is so. when y'all were doing the stand up paddling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. I'm falling in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were there, Meredith. Wouldn't that be a, a weirder answer if you, you, you witnessed this? You no idea. You actually were, don't you? Well, we, we ate a lot of canned wine. <laughs> right. uh, well, and la- later in the night, my highlight was that I'm um, 40 years old and I took a Jello shot at oh, like right, right. one in the morning, which is not a good idea. That was great. And then, um, and then our beloved Jeremy, sometime you know participant, drove Christy and I drove me back to my hotel and we almost ran out of gas so that was a fun trip into seattle at like 2 45 in the morning um anyway it was it was it was awesome and what was your what was your personal highlight oh oh my gosh i don't know well i liked sunday morning we went to salty's for brunch mm. yes um, yes very fancy as chrissy said the place where you go for like graduations and special occasions and stuff mm-hmm. and the food was bewildering and it was my mom's birthday and she always when we go out to brunch she always gets eggs benedict she looks at the menu she looks at the menu she pretends to consider and then she says i'll have the eggs benedict and we're all like uh-huh sure mm, what a shocker so i did have an eggs benedict uh, in honor of my mom's birthday. Oh, and I texted her and told her that. She was like, I hope it was yummy. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious. That was, was very so fun. I have never seen so many giant crab legs in one <laughs> place. It was a mountain of crab legs and then a lake of butter. It was wonderful. Uh, yep. 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 And the guy sitting next to us looked like <laughs> a cross between like a Ralph Lauren model and yeah. a Kennedy. Yeah, he did. He, he looked like an exact cross to me uh, between Chris Pine and Matt Damon. Like he, we were like openly gawking at him. Like, <laughs> well, he was sitting right behind me. So I didn't really get too many looks at him. I only kind of saw the side of his face. And I noticed that he had that like, when you know, when people are in the sun a whole lot and they have that kind yeah. of modeled thing on, yes. their, on their neck. Yes. And I was sort of like, ew. 
What's wrong with his neck? <laughs> no, he was just lightly That's my impression freckled. of him. It's all those um, mm. summers in Nantucket. Right. <laughs> yes. That must be it. <laughs> Where that slightly wind-blown freckled look comes from. And didn't Ooh, we decide oh. that he was wearing salmon-colored shorts and boat shoes with no socks, <laughs> even though we didn't see those things on him? He absolutely was. There's no yeah. way he wasn't. He's the Tommy Vitor of that lunch. So. Yes. Well, at one point, I think I remarked that we were building an entire narrative around this guy, yeah. just the way that I get mad at Andrew and Luke for building narratives uh-huh. around people. Do you guys ever think that he, he was sitting like two feet from us? Is mm-hmm. it possible that he heard all this? <laughs> How weird would that be if you just heard somebody talking about how good looking? I mean, I would be so excited if I was somebody who was just saying, like, he's so good looking. Oh, my God, look at him. He's so good looking. Wouldn't it make you nervous, though? Because that could turn on you. You know, like, you can hear them talking. And, and of course, they're being complimentary. But there's an equal chance that, they, you know, you might, like, drop some spaghetti on your you know, on your shirt. And then all of a sudden, they're like, look at that fucking fat slob over there. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, you really have to perform as a hot Right, person. right, right. right now then. with pressure's on, I've got to really, got to just dab at the corners of my mouth with my napkin, take, you know. Or we might talk about how incredibly handsome he is and they'd be like, yeah, but I bet he's terrible in the sack. Yeah, Because sure. nobody yes, who's that exactly. good looking has to try. Well, yeah. and the guy at the table, I exactly. say, oh, he's gay. That guy's fucking gay. you know i always think back to the like one of and it was not his own thing to say but when luke used to talk about the 10 point scale of people or whatever Mm -hmm. it was like some of his his friends said no not like he's a 10 but more like if you are so good looking there's like no way that you also can have like the best personality and also like oh right like there's only so much you can have Yes, uh-huh. exactly. And I kind of think about that when there's somebody that's super hot. You're like, there's just no way. Like they're an they're asshole. Dumb as hell. Yes, <laughs> or or they're bad in bed or whatever. If they're an eight in looks, they are two in personality. You just start getting <laughs> yeah. to know them, and they're, and they're you can't get more than ten. They're like good at everything. And you start to get to know them, and 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 you're like, come on now, where is it? You know, like you're you just waiting. <laughs> come on now, you killed someone. What? Come on. Stop being good and good looking and great at everything because there's something here. It's got to be something. What's your secret? I will find it. What'd you do? <laughs> well, as wonderful as the weekend was, and it really, truly, truly was wonderful. And thanks again for Christy for oh, organizing Christy, thank the you. stuff. Yeah, awesome. And mm-hmm. yeah, thank you. And everybody who came out, it was it was a great time. Um, you know, Will for having us trash people out to his house. It was great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... I think it kind of ended on a down note because Meredith had a terrible encounter on her plane ride <laughs> oh, home. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, just as, you know, one person can't be all things, one trip can't be all <laughs> things, right? There had to be some sort of negative yeah. to this. Um, so it was a, a, a red eye. I left late uh, Sunday night. So I knew it wasn't going to be great. And I was already pretty exhausted. Um, the time change in the Pacific yeah. Northwest really kind of screwed me up and I didn't get a lot of sleep and add all the activities and the drinking. I was pretty exhausted. And so I can't sleep on planes, but I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe this time I can, because oh, you, I am you so always tired. like hope springs eternal about sleeping I, on planes. Doesn't yeah. it? Cause yep. I feel the yes. same way always. and I never can. Yeah. And so, you know, I I, I was prepared and I I didn't have any alcohol because that tends to make it worse for me. And, you know, I wasn't going to drug myself because that also makes it worse. And so I was like, maybe I can just do it. Um, Gregory was like seated way up several rows ahead of me, which sucked. But um, I 
was sat on the aisle and I was like, ugh, okay, nothing to lay my head on. I better be really, really tired. <laughs> and so there's this woman sitting next to me, young woman. She might have been, I don't know, 17 or 18. And she was wearing dark sunglasses the whole time. I saw her in the airport wearing dark sunglasses and then on the plane. I was like, well, maybe she just wants to sleep. Um, but she was a little odd. And then on the window was this little boy, like maybe eight years mm-hmm. old, nine years old. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think much of it um, until, you know, we all get buckled in and, and uh, we we take off. And as we're in the middle of takeoff, like 45 degree angle in the air, this kid just unbuckles his seatbelt and gets up and and, nope. and hops down the aisle um, nope. to go up to first class where his stepdad is sitting. Absolutely not. <laughs> and Absolutely not. <laughs> no one did anything about it. He he just kind of sauntered back and, and crawled over my legs and sat back down. And so, you know, this is already me getting up out of my seat or moving twice in the first oh you know, 10 minutes of the flight. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then when one of the flight attendants came by next, he said, hey, can I go visit my stepdad in first class? And she said, well, when the seatbelt sign is off, you can. Just kind of incredulously. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you know? <laughs> how this works you need to stay seated um and he didn't like he didn't pay attention to that he disobeyed this <laughs> I mean the seatbelt sign I mean a lot of people do that but um it was starting to uh really grind my gears and this is probably yeah. an hour into the flight he had climbed over my legs or under my oh, legs my. at least not. five times he like wormed underneath your leg yeah he was like maybe I can do this without waking her up because I was just sitting there with my eyes shut like please stop please stop please stop. Um, and he eventually kind of settled down and, and sat there and then he got out his phone and he started. So, every, you know, it's dark. They turned out the lights. People are trying to sleep. He turns on a movie on his phone without uh, headphones on. Uh, <laughs> and everyone sort of, I didn't really know where it was coming from at first. Cause I had headphones in trying to drown out the noise. And I kind of, it was like, when is this going to stop? Is a flight attendant going to do something about this? And somebody walked by and didn't do anything. And so um, the woman in the row <laughs> across the aisle from me goes, someone needs to put on their headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I kind of looked around and I was like, oh, it's this fucking kid. Okay. So I, you know, the woman next to me had balled herself up into a, into a ball. Like she had her, her feet up on the seat and was plugging her ears. So she was checked out. She wasn't there wow. anymore. Uh, she was sick of her legs getting, you know, climbed upon too. And the noise. I like that. And like so a potato bug. Like, clear she wasn't going to do you anything just, about it. You know. Yes. Yes. She <laughs> just totally withdrew. That's great. So I was like, I guess this is up to me. And so I developed a, uh, I, I guess I have a mom voice that I didn't know oh, about. Yeah. And yes. so I turned it on and I turned, I, I leaned over and I said, you have to put your headphones on now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and, wow. and he looked at me kind of scared and he turned the volume down and put his phone up to his ear. And I said, no, you put your headphones on right now. And he, he didn't Good. have any. He didn't have any. So at least he turned the volume off and just watched it silently. And I was oh. just like, there was smoke coming out of my ears. I would have lost my damn You ever mind. have to use those even. headphones that they give you on the plane? They're like torture devices. Oh, yes. Like you forget your, <laughs> your earbuds and you have to use one of their free pair. And it's just like, ah, don't worry about falling asleep with those things in your ears. That's not going to happen. It's like someone's throwing yeah, knitting needles in there. Pain. Well, he so you know things kind of calmed down after that a little bit, but he did get up three, four more times, oh, and God. I don't know, maybe the eighth time, 
uh, I turned to him and I said, look, we're switching seats. You're not yeah, going to do yeah, this yeah. anymore. Because he's yeah. waking me up and the poor girl next to me who was already catatonic. And so I had to stand in the aisle. And he, what he did <laughs> was just sit in my seat. He didn't do anything else. He just moved his butt into my seat. And I said, no, you have to get your things. Uh-huh. And so uh. he's like, oh, okay. So he goes and he gets his things and, the, you know, uh, wrestling the poor girl next to us. And... um and I said, well, and then he sits down and I said, well, now I need to get back there somehow. So you need to get up. Like I had to talk him through every uh-huh. step of this process. Like he had no idea how to like function. It was incredible. Like who would leave a kid exactly. like this by themselves in coach? It was just amazing. And eventually he was okay with this. Like he was at least taking direction, but I couldn't, I was just totally incredulous that I had to talk him through this whole process. Uh, and eventually like I, uh, it was kind of nice to be on the window because I could lean my head against it. And I got yeah. about two hours of terrible sleep. Yeah, um, and uh, that is wild. It was just, it was just amazing. And I, his sister was sitting across the aisle, but she was a little bit older and was first of all, no help whatsoever. Like she didn't seem to be bothered by his behavior. And I still, I didn't know who their parent was or, you know, I, I, I think I had kind of done all I could do. Um, but you're, uh, you're when, his parent. That's who I'm the his parent. Par- I'm his mother now. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the so. mommy now. Yeah. Um, on the, it was funny cause when we, when we got off the plane, there was a guy, I guess he had been sitting behind me and he turned to me as we're walking out of the airport and he goes, man, that was a bad draw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're like, yeah, it was. Come on, dude. Like, yep. It was a pretty terrible. It's a 737 <laughs> to raise a child. Now, come on, everyone, let's pitch in. <laughs> so that was my flight experience. I get annoyed, you know, when uh, Mr. Bobby Pape is like, children shouldn't be allowed on planes. But, like, that's psychotic. You don't leave a kid that can't function by himself. Like, that is insane. He was clearly a little too young for this. His sister was fine. He was Yeah, but then he needs to sit with his sister at that case. You know, I mean, and I used to, um, there was an episode of TBTL a while back where it was like Luke got premium class or first class, but Carrie didn't. And I think he ended up not sitting sitting in the first class because he was sitting with her and I was yeah. like oh come on like I would rude and I love Dave but I would take the first class and be like see you in a little bit um but like with a child yeah. like sorry you got to give up the first class pass if they can't handle it you got to sit next to them yeah yeah when you're adults you just like flip a coin or whatever it. like somebody should take advantage and yeah. <laughs> and get up there but but uh yeah yes. if there's some supervision to be done like, come on, dude. Yeah. These were all yeah. things that were racing through my head over and over Free and cheese over for the five-hour flight. Mm-hmm. You're going, it's like those times where you're going, are you kidding me? Is this really happening? Are yeah. you serious? And it is just is over life? and over again. <laughs> um, Meredith, I'm really sorry about that. I feel like it really speaks ill of all children when this one demon child is possessed and makes it bad for everybody. <laughs> but I promise not all children are, it's not all, all children, but that hashtag not all like... children. I don't blame all children. I blame this specific one. <laughs> uh, it sounds like spawn. Um, speaking yeah. of spawn though, um, the coven got together. I know we, we, we promoted forward promoted Mike um, on this show and I believe he talked, but we put a spell on him and he's gone. So bye Mike. <laughs> the coven took over. <laughs> We curse you with the power of unreliable internet. <laughs> we waited a long time and he did some reboots and it's not it's not happening. So. I know we had a very no. long conversation about eyebrow shaping <laughs> and we just couldn't stretch it out long enough for him to get back. Him away. 
I really need to get my eyebrows done. Um, well, we miss you, Mike, and he might make it a surprise appearance. We'll see. Um, well, since we're not going to talk about Mike's mouth issues or movie watching, I just wanted to, I wanted to talk about the devolution of me over the past month. Um, July started out, you know, I went to Europe. I was... I started out as this young 40-year-old going to Europe, very excited and full of life. And I'm here on, what, August the 4th? And <laughs> I am a shell of a human being. I haven't... It only took a month. I ha- <laughs> it took a month. I have had a weekend home since, like, the weekend before July 4th. Now, I know it's like, well, poor me. I traveled to Europe, then I went to Seattle, and then I went to Louisiana. And it sounds like... I know it sounds pitiful, but I, like... I'm so tired and I just want to be at home and sleep in my own bed. And I have had some times at home, but I just haven't had a consistency and I'm ready for life to turn back to normal. Though, I mean, if somebody wants to give me a free trip, I will happily take it. But yeah, July did me in, man. It was, it was a lot of fun, but I am, I'm done. I'm done. I hear you. I don't think, I don't think that's a humble brag or anything. It's just exhausting. It is. And it's like, I always kind of make fun of people for like, I traveled and now I'm tired and now I'm fucking tired. Also, like, maybe I didn't treat my body as a temple in these (laughs) (laughs) intervening (laughs) um, four weeks. But but it sure was fun. But yeah, I'm ready to sleep in my own bed. I think it's the whole road warrior. Yeah. Where you actually are driving a vehicle for like seven plus hours. That's what really does it. It's so I know it's so much so that when I um, drove from my sister's, I drove straight to my sister's, which is about seven hours from Austin, by myself, which was not great, but it, I was by myself, so who cares? But um, coming back, I, the kids wanted to go straight to Austin. I was like, I can't drive y'all seven hours. Like we have to stop in Dallas. I can't do this. So what, that's hence why I'm at my parents once again. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll trek back down to Austin this afternoon and I'll be done until the, until Labor Day. Then I'm going to Galveston. I'll be revved up then. I'll be ready to go. You'll be ready. You'll, you'll have filled the shell in. (laughs) Yes. You won't be a shell of yourself anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I guess like, should we get started on this TBTL thing? I guess we have a few through your phones, which are mostly somewhat TBTL related, I guess. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go to the throw your phones. They're, they're nice ones, too. I'll start with Lauren, the Oreo hater. God bless you. Uh, <laughs> hugging my phone so hard as I listened to a discussion about a contest I was not a part of at a picnic I couldn't attend wearing cookies. I can't stand we're pitted against each other <laughs> and now are getting a thoughtful critique by all involved. I mean, thoughtful. Okay. And by Anne, maybe. But Generous. I was like, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> uh, ew, ew. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which should be a total non-starter, but because I love you all so much, I am so, so here for it. Wish I could have been there for the picnic. Y'all come to Orlando. I'll show you a good time. XO. Aww. No, oh, she would. Ugh, we love I you. Know. Yeah. Lauren, you're the best. And actually, Lauren, one of my best friends who you know uh, just moved back to the Jacksonville area. So hopefully I'll be there soon. I'll get to meet you IRL. All right. Does anybody want to read Justina's? I can do it. All right. Justina says, hi, LRB. I've missed writing into you, but I've been so behind that my witty repartee was always a day late and a dollar short. I hate that feeling, Justina, when you're like, (laughs) I had something great to say a week ago. Uh, 
Also, I have been more focused on the larger issue for TBTL. The more they block themselves from any potential negative feedback, the more the echo chamber echoes the same old tune over and over. Yeah, I know. Preaching to the choir. I am now done (laughs) with the cliche fest. I did want to bring up a different take on Andrew's anger issue. I think he may be overly sensitive to adrenaline surges. This would fit in with the lack of desire to go out, his anxiety at going somewhere new. Remember that he Googles what a restaurant looks like before going there. Even his freezing up when trying to remember names on the spot. So if he snuck up on man, that's going to be one big adrenaline surge, and it's going to push him from freezing up to Andrew Hulk mode. If my hypothesis is correct, then instead of holding himself up, he should be going out more to desensitize himself to these surges. At any rate, I very much agree with Hillary. He needs Thanks. to go talk to someone about this. Mm-hmm. So glad to be almost caught up. That is a very interesting take on it, Justina. Yeah, it is. yeah. yeah. And I, I like seem to agree with that a lot. I think that him just kind of, you know, becoming more and more maybe agoraphobic a little bit mm-hmm. um, is not, it's not good. And honestly, just, I mean, again, it's like we're all dime store um um, what is the word? I, now I'm Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> We're all armchair psychologizing. Yes, yes. But I think that just going to talk to somebody, just that alone would be so helpful to him. And I, I don't really understand why he won't do it. There was something I, I, he said this week, and I'm not going to remember what it was, so I'm not going to try. But he did say something like, I'm trying to work on that or I'm trying to get better about that. Like there was something, some sort of personality flaw. I hesitate to even call it that, but whatever. Um, that work. he was, yeah, something that he was like, I'm actually working on it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's more um, introspective than than I yeah. expect from him. Mm-hmm. So maybe he'll get there. I know. I mean, I think that he wants to be better. He kind of has an awareness that he acts out or, or you know, holds himself in. Well, but... and his anger is freaking me out. Yeah. 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 The thing about the bike. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Him yeah. standing in the bike lane was How absurd. he would have crushed He's the guy's skull with the a guy's rock. Skull. Yeah. Well, he said he would get like... biblical on it, which I thought meant something else. Um, <laughs> but he would have I, turned I into a meaning. pillar of salt. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll read the one from Chris, letting myself off the hook easy. Chris says, quote, Carlos Santana, he plays the guitar pretty well. Dot, dot, dot. And then, arg. <laughs> Give yeah, me your heart, something. make it real, or else forget about it. Sorry. Thanks. Now that's going to be stuck in all of our heads for the next 20 hours. The funny thing was, I think it maybe was Phyllis, like, I mean, it's not quote tweeting it if it's in our chat, but she just quoted <laughs> that like without. No, I yeah. think she she quoted that line, Luke saying that, and then she put an emoji with sunglasses on, a guitar, <laughs> yeah, three notes, a thumbs up. <laughs> that was about. That My was memory of that is he said. said he's pretty good at music. <laughs> High praise from yeah. Luke. Yes. Thank you very much, Luke, for that trenchant analysis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Carlos Santana, good at music. (laughs) Um, Okay, now for real, are we getting, are we going to talk about TBGL? I guess. Let's do it. I'm going to start off with sport ball. This was a topic that Mike was going to take before (laughs) he disappeared into the internet ether. Um, I don't know that I have as much to say about it as 
he would, and I made sure that I put it on here because I knew he would want to talk about it, but let's try this. Uh, <laughs> okay. Andrew had a perfect magical day at the Mariners game where he actually went completely by himself. There was a lot of discussion about how often he goes by himself to a Mariners game and how often it is that he just goes three hours early and hangs around before he meets people. <laughs> but he caught a foul ball from... Somebody making their first major league start? I don't know. Yes. And by caught a foul ball, I mean it bounced. Some <laughs> other people missed it, and then he picked it up. Is that fair? So good for him? It made him very, very happy, and I guess I'm happy for him. Sure. Well, I think I told the I I told it the last time I was or when it happened uh, when I went to the Round Rock Express game, the minor league team in just north of Austin, and I didn't catch a ball. Kind of the same thing as a foul ball, and it just rolled plinko style down the seats. <laughs> and I I reached back to get it because it was right behind my seat, and some guy rammed me in the nose to try to get oh. it. Like he, I, I to be fair to him, I think that he was like. He just kind of saw the ball and was running after it. And I was casually like leaning over my seat to grab it. And he knocked me in the face. I hurt so fucking bad. But it was sort of shocking. It was very like Marsha Brady. Like, oh, my nose. Like, I didn't really know what to do. But um, they gave me a free ticket. I mean, because I think they were so scared that I was going to like sue. And the guy did. The guy did like give me the ball like. With like, he was kind of ashamed. Like, here's the ball. Here you go. And then Rory like threw it and hit his friend. And I was like, truly, this oh. is like a cursed ball. Like, it's like it is like the Brady Bunch when they have the cursed little like um, Hawaiian statue thing, and then they keep like like getting in trouble. I was like, we're getting rid of this ball, so I don't even know where it is anymore because <laughs> that ball is is evil. I like how you look at your life through the prism of the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh, well, that's all I got on sport ball. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, Andrew does love to be alone, which I understand. And he loves going to the game. And it did sound like a delightful day. So, you know, good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk yet again. This is called technology on technology yet again. And we decided maybe this was the third or fourth time that they've talked about video interpolation. It's back in the news. I don't know why they're like kind of so obsessed with it. And my parents used to have it on their television. And I remember thinking it's not I think of it like not like a soap opera so much as it seems more British to me. Like it seems like everything is like a British drama or something. The way that it's filmed or the I don't know. So the video interpolation, it doesn't bother me. It just makes things a little bit odd. Mm-hmm. Um, but you would have thought somebody at Khan would have checked the TV settings. Yeah, really. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, maybe I just don't have the like palette or the, you know, keen eye to really deal with it. And also, it's really easy to turn it off. Like, it's not a big deal to turn it off. So it's funny that they keep talking about it. I mean, not according to Tom Cruise. He has step-by-step instructions on how to do it, (laughs) although it is pretty straightforward in the TV menu. Yes. Well, and then at some point, why is this – why is the standard? Why is that the the, uh, default? I I, I don't know. I mean, come on. Don't you work at Samsung? Don't you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's weird. But I think that Dave has turned it off on all of our television. So mm-hmm. we're safe. It's those Samsung scientists. They 
did it because they could, but they never thought about if they should. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, moving on to television is no friend of mine. Um, Luke talked about how he watched this weird Netflix game show where they made contestants stay awake for 24 hours and count quarters by memory. This sounds like a full nightmare to me. Have any of y'all watched it? No, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't eat. He must have been deep in the bowels of Netflix because that sounds terrible. I also have this weird thing. I'm like sometimes I'm. I sleep pretty well most of the time. Knock on wood. I mean, every once in a while I have an issue. Like I wake up too early or I can't quite settle down. I really have a problem reading or listening to somebody talking about having problems sleeping because it gets into my brain a little bit. And so I'm like, I, I also have problems sleeping. So a show like that is not for me. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely could not watch it. I just think that probably Luke's Netflix algorithm has <laughs> steered his suggestions in a very different <laughs> way, place from yeah. from mine. Like all mine are like... Um, witty TV dramas with a strong female lead or something right. like that. <laughs> so I don't know if that's, you know, why I haven't seen this weird quarter counting game show. Yeah. Mine is just Bake Off spinoffs. <laughs> that's all it is yeah. now. I did listen to this and I smugly thought I could keep track of quarters. I could keep, <laughs> of course. I, I could have a system. Sure. I could count those quarters. <laughs> and I have no doubt. I know you could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You too, Meredith. I would be like, I lost. I'm lost. I don't know. Oh, I already have a. I already when he was proposing this, I was like, I know exactly what I would do. I mean, being sleep deprived <laughs> would make it a lot harder. Yep. Um, but that sounds miserable to me. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't. After my flight yeah. and my whole week of catching up on sleep and being, you know, no thanks. It just it made really me tired does. to think about it. It sounds like a really boring show to watch. I yeah, it does. Watch people count coins. <laughs> no. <laughs> And be exhausted? No. It's, it sounds like a more boring Big Brother. And I already think that Big Brother is extremely boring. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't understand. I don't, anytime he brings up a TV show, like, I have this TV show I've been watching. I keep thinking it's going to be something that I'm aware of. And he always finds something that I'm like, I have never heard of that before. But okay. Uh-huh. I mean, besides Forensic Files and, you know, various HGTV mm-hmm. chronicles. But yeah, it, it sounds... It sounds terrible to me. I was laughing though. So Dave, um, you know, we ha- each have like we have three Netflix kind of not channels, but like accounts. Profiles. One profiles, for Dave. Yeah. yeah, profiles. Thank you. One for Dave, one for me, and one for the kids. But for some reason, like Rory was obsessed with uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, <laughs> and go, go, he couldn't Power get it Rangers. on the kids. I don't know why the kids. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Um, and I don't know why the like. It wouldn't show up on the kids, so Dave would do it through his. So now Dave's profile mm-hmm. is just trash. Like, <laughs> I mean, Dave already has like kind of trash taste in some television. Sorry, I love you, but you do. And so it's like Power Rangers, Star Wars stuff. I mean, every like shitty little kid thing and superheroes. I'm like, sorry. And mine is pristine. Again, mine and is like similar to yours. Mm-hmm. It's very like romantic comedies or you know. Queer eyed stuff like that. It's like you're a lady of a certain age. This is what you want to watch. <laughs> right. I am irritated at Netflix right now because just a f- few weeks ago or a month ago, it started every time I open the app, it does the thing where it's like, who's watching? Anne or somebody else. I'm like, it's Anne. It's still Anne. The only profile on this account is Anne. It's me. Hello. It's mine. <laughs> 
It never used you. to do that. I don't know why it's decided it has to verify my one little lonely self every time. Is it is it still you or are you, you know, living with Dracula now? <laughs> Uh, I love it if you were actually living with Dracula. That would be great. I mean, it's good. We don't get in each other's space because he's nocturnal. I'm right. asleep at night. So oh, keeps a lot of blood in the fridge, which I don't appreciate. Mm. <laughs> but you have Count Chocula all the time. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Let's go to In the News. Uh, the Hilton Hotel chain, whatever, H something ihg yeah whatever yeah whatever it's called uh they have announced they're going to stop providing individual mini bottles of shampoo and conditioner and soap and so forth uh luke of course is very interested in this because of all his traveling these days and he uh, is pissed off because he says this is just greed that they're trying to dress up as environmentalism because they're saying they, you know, it's better not to have all these tiny little bottles literally floating in the ocean. And he's like, yeah, not cool. Just say you want to save money. Don't pretend that you're doing it uh, out of some environmental do-gooder impulse. And Andrew says, no, he actually thinks it's environmentalism, that they're trying to do something good for the planet and that the, the cost savings is just the added benefit of doing this uh so who's right i kind of think it's both i mean it is i'm sure it saves them a lot of money and i'm sure that look there are so many things that hotels could do to save the environment that they're not doing Mm -hmm. because it's not financially beneficial for them this is a this is a win-win and that's the only reason they're doing it yep that's fine Mm -hmm. i don't doubt that it is making some people very, very happy that their bottom line is even slightly improved. Because I don't know what margins are like in the hotel industry. Um, maybe they're really thin and this is a big deal. But I, there are people that work there and some of them care about the environment. So, mm-hmm. yeah. There yeah. we go. Both, both can be true at the same time. No, there can only be one winner, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, I, the thing that I thought was so odd is... I don't know. Luke got so worked up over it that I was like, and that was like kind of their biggest disagreement of the, of the week. It seems like I, I I was, I don't know. I was just like, okay, well this is happening. Fine. Great. You know, if it, if it, you know, I understand that he doesn't want people to get, you know, praise for something that is, you know, for capitalistic reasons or whatever, but I don't know. Also, this is only news in the world of like a Luke Burbank kind of thing. Like this did not make the transom of like my news. Maybe I like saw it. So I'm like, no, it's good. It's not they're not like going to get the Nobel Peace Prize. But, you know, they're trying a little bit and they get to save money. Great. Well, here's a question. Do you guys use the hotel toiletries? Uh, Um, I generally bring stuff with stuff with me. This past time I actually didn't because I for whatever reason just didn't. But I I usually well, I'll use like the soap, but I usually don't use the shampoo conditioner. Right. I'll use the like the bar of hand soap that they have for hand washing. But other than that, I always bring all my own stuff because I, you know, found the things that work for me. And I don't want yeah. some like random and I don't like scented stuff either. Yeah, I, I don't know. So either. I don't I yeah. don't want like hibiscus rose scented shampoo <laughs> or whatever. Gross. Yeah. Island florals. <laughs> Or like some fruity. Mm-mm. I have very finicky 
hair. And so if I use something that has the wrong like mix of ingredients, my hair turns into straw. <laughs> so yeah. I tend to yeah. not gamble with it anymore. Yeah, I typically will bring my own stuff because I always fear that it's going to be like Pert Plus or something. It's going to be like shampoo, right. shampoo and conditioner in one, and that is not okay with this hair. <laughs> no, 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 that's no. a nightmare. <laughs> no. None of that Pert Plus. <laughs> they even make Pert Plus anymore. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> shampoo plus conditioner is not a thing. That doesn't. That's not no. how it works. No, it doesn't. Truly, except for children, when you want to get them out of the shower, you're like, all right, <laughs> we're done. Get out. Get that Johnson and Johnson. No tears formula. Exactly. All right, moving on. Some Christian rapper whose name I did not take note of uh, won a lawsuit against Katy Perry for plagiarism. Apparently, the jury or the judge or whoever was the decider in this agreed with him that part of Dark Horse, was that what it was? Mm -hmm. was Yes, yeah. Lifted from his mediocre Christian rap song. I don't know. I think this whole this is another thing that Luke and Andrew are like super interested in whenever it comes yeah. up is this yeah. music plagiarism business. And I just think that a lot of this stuff is so tenuous. For every vanilla yes. ice, there yes. is a Tom Petty that is much less clear. I just don't understand how you can take three notes and say that that's plagiarism so they were very similar but they were both boring and formulaic and unoriginal (laughs) to begin with like who i mean how many songs to claim credit (laughs) how many songs start with you you know what it is like four hundred thousand of them do like i don't know that's not a ringer for me also i don't know why when like christian songs are supposed to be really modern it makes me laugh because they're just so it's like Katie, you know, Katie Perry's is talking about like uh, whatever. I don't even really know, but I'm sure it's sex and his is just talking about like Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny cuz well, hip hop is about like self-aggrandizement and, you know, it's so braggy and um it's hype, you know. And yeah. it's kind of funny when that gets translated into praising Jesus. He died for your sins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only modern, uh, modern, quote unquote, Christian song I like is Our God is an Awesome God. I love that song so much. And we'll <laughs> oh, unironically Hillary. sing it. <laughs> I'm so sorry we have to stop being friends now because oh, I hate that song nice knowing you. so much. <laughs> I, I loved can't... belting it out in like vacation Bible school. I was like, yes. <laughs> or like, I am a C. I am a CH. Like, those are the only ones that I remember. <laughs> so glad I didn't have to go to vacation Bible school. I know. My atheist mom sent me to vacation Bible school because she was like, get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever will take you. I hate my God is an awesome God because it's so... Well, let's just say the the <laughs> theology is not complex on there. No. And no. The, there's like 40 choruses and by the 36th chorus I'm like we get it I think I just like belting it that was one that you could just like you know it is it's a good belter (laughs) Andrew's hatred of this is so funny because he hates things so much that are on the nose as he says every day and (laughs) there's really no nuance to it (laughs) so he's just built in gonna hate it um I told y'all before we started, but I just, the best part of this whole Katy Perry thing is that, so previous to this, Katy Perry had tried, and I think successfully, eventually, uh, tried to buy an old convent in Los Angeles, I guess, to build a house. I think it was actually near my old apartment in Los Angeles. Anyway, 
these nuns sued her for years and years and years. Like it was like five years that these nuns suing her. Okay. So the, they're like in court and the nun says, Katy Perry, please stop. And then she died. So I think that the nun is cursing Katy Perry to like never have any success anymore. Like when was the last time she had a super popular song? And now, you know, she, well, this, this was wins. only like this wasn't even three million. She and Dr. Luke can afford it. And forget Dr. Luke. I mean, oh, it got gross. Yeah. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but I just like that. This old nun is like, I will get you, Katy Perry. <laughs> do nuns do curses? <laughs> I don't know. Much like the coven, you know, <laughs> is that what you learned at vacation Bible school? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Worth it. All right. Let's go on to the final topic of In the News, <laughs> which is that Jay Inslee is the presidential candidate who fucks? <laughs> <laughs> question mark, question mark. <laughs> I, I guess uh, the word going around after the second round of Democratic debates is that Jay Inslee is, I don't know if it's, is he hot now or... Because that seems always to been hot. be very, very hot as a youngster, if you, mm-hmm. as a youngster, like when he's 14, <laughs> no, like when he was a young man. Um, but it seems like people are like, yeah, he's, he's like a dad snack now. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a silver fox, I guess. Yeah. As the, um, <laughs> the as the cut says, uh, horniness for Jay Inslee is a renewable resource. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he could get behind that. I mean, he's attractive in kind yeah, of a, like yeah, a sure. goofy way. But I, I think that that's the case for a lot of male politicians, right? Biden yeah. was famously a fox yeah. when he mm-hmm. was young. Yeah. John um, McCain was hot. Yes. Yeah, he was. <laughs> so I was. I listened to this and I was like, "Who says this? What one article?" <laughs> a couple of people on Twitter and Luke thinks it's interesting because he's from Washington and then I listened to this week's episode of Love It or Leave It and they had Jay Inslee <laughs> on for an interview and oh. they brought it up <laughs> so did you have to hide under your desk I'm like, oh, <laughs> I believe that John Lovett said and now I am not going to make eye contact for the rest of this interview and then he asked the question and I guess they asked his wife backstage if she knew what being a snack meant and she didn't and they explained it to her so i guess this is a thing guys yeah i guess so i guess so i mean he's you know it's like i always say like my friends that did um debate there was always debate hot like the girls that were they're like oh she's super hot and you're like was she or is she just hot in this context right like i think that jay Inslee is hot in this context and like a generally good looking guy but maybe Mm -hmm. out in the street you wouldn't be like dang well, he looks no, like but a among dad the rest now. of his, I mean, what is yeah. he like sixty? Yeah. I don't know. You have all the non-Washingtonians on this, so we're like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's a good-looking. Sure, he's perfectly attractive. He's Seems like a good guy. I like having someone yeah. who really cares about climate change and is pushing that issue. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't turn him down. I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Well, speaking of climate change, let's talk about cows for a second. 
goodness, Lord in heaven. This is a segment we're calling Picky Eating. Luke tweeted that we shouldn't eat cows. There was a very adorable video that I, I saw it a couple days ago, too, and it's one cow running towards her friend, quote-unquote friend, cow who's waiting for her, and then when they when she catches up, they both go galloping together into the woods or something. It's very cute. And um, Luke, because he's a vegetarian, can't not say something about this. He tweeted that we shouldn't eat cows. And then he said that people got really upset at him for proselytizing. Um, Anne, did you investigate this? I did. I went and looked at the tweet. I was ready to see all the mean responses and of people telling him to stop telling them what to do. And yeah. there were like seven replies. And none of them said anything negative other than <laughs> the Pesca joke, Pesca. which was a joke. It was a joke. Yes. Yeah. And it was his friend. Yeah. <laughs> so not really the Twitter firestorm that he, he made it out to be. No, not at huh. all. Nobody seemed to be upset at him for saying that. I think he wants to have like some Twitter firestorm or he wants, he's like a teen about his um, vegetarianism. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm the vegetarian and, and everybody's persecuting me about it. And it's like, nobody gives a shit. You're the only one that gives a shit. Right. Be a vegetarian. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. TM. It, yeah, it truly is fine, TM. I really don't <laughs> care. It doesn't affect me. Yeah. No. And I, I don't feel... I don't care whether you feel that you're superior or, or not for being a vegetarian. It's fine. Exactly. I'm secure exactly. in my own choices. Yeah. Yep. I think this is this is very um this very much illustrates the his amplification of criticism, right? So mm-hmm. Pesca tweets one like slightly critical joke at him and it turns into a thing in his mind and he can't pay attention to anything else about the scenario. <sighs> oh, well, Luke. let's move on to a segment we're calling anger management. Um, the first uh, <laughs> part of this is that Andrew took his, well, not his, uh, Genevieve's dumb antique fan into the free fix it event, which is great. I mean, that's a cute idea. It's yeah. it's admirable. Like get your, yeah, fix your stuff rather than buying. Don't new throw stuff. it in the trash. Yeah. Um, and it sounded like it was an unorganized mess, which of course that's going to irritate Andrew, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Genevieve gets her dress fixed in a timely and efficient manner, and he has to sit in this cattle call with his broken fan where no one is really paying attention or helping or taking anybody in order because that's not how this sort of thing works. And then when he finally gets to the tinkerer, uh, it turns out he just needs a new motor, which they can't help him with. (laughs) So basically the fan is garbage. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. And it's so old that there's no way he could get a motor, right? Right. He needs a motor. He can't get a motor. The fan is dead. Yeah, it's dead. Um, And and I did note that he talked about the the efforts that he had gone through to try and fix this mostly involved lubrication of various sorts. And I don't want to hear him say the word lubrication anymore. (laughs) He has reached his quota for the year. Um, so that was kind of too bad. Um, it's, I'm, I'm, I think I know what kind of fan he's talking about, like a cute kind of wire antique yeah, fan from that. So totally. that can just sit on your shelf and look cute. It doesn't uh-huh. have to work necessarily. So that was kind of a bummer. I think the other thing that's not in our notes that we should put in anger management is that Andrew, I mentioned earlier, got hollered at by a cyclist. Um, oh no, that was last week. Was we it? We talked about it. Yeah. 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 Shoot. You know what? My podcatcher was playing episodes way out of order. (laughs) And I think I listened to last Wednesday and last Tuesday. So I'm very confused about what was going on. Oh, you know, I 
I think it was like Friday, and I think that you hadn't had a chance to listen to Friday that when we must recorded. Be it. And my yep. my yes. yeah, and iTunes was like, hey, you haven't heard this one yet. Here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never mind. Well, never mind. No, I mean, but he does. He does get out of whack, angry about stuff, and we talked about it mm-hmm. um, with Justina's uh, throw your phone. It just oh is, yeah. It's, you know, something he needs to talk about and he needs to examine a little bit more because it's all these little things that are sort of silly and unnecessary. Um, and I understand getting frustrated about like daily life, life's occurrences, but it sort of seems to consume him and it makes me sad for him. Yeah. His responses are disproportionate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, speaking of uh, some issues Andrew has, let's talk about social anxiety Um Genevieve is throwing a party and Andrew is being really weird about it. It's Andrew like is saying that it's Genevieve's party and like he's not having it. It's it's there's this line of demarcation that he has decided on. And it just is they've been together longer than Dave and I have. And I know that they're not married, but they're as committed. It seems to be as, as somebody who is married and. I don't know. There, there's just this line that is so surprising to me. Though Je- I said, like Genevieve must really know him that she knows that she has to sort of force the issue. And yeah. also, like if he protests, it's like, well, like sorry, this is just what's happening. She's an right. extremely social person, and he'll go along with it. If why you know, is if that distinction to. so important to him, though? Like, why does it matter know. so much that everybody knows? Well, not everybody. Just the people listening to his podcast. And I hope his poor friends don't hear that. The ones who are like, I wouldn't want to go to a party where one of the hosts was like, ugh, no. Why are we having a party? Well, and it was solely based off the Evite, right? That said, Andrew and Genevieve are having a party. And he was like, no, I am not having a party. Genevieve is having a party. So well, and he wanted weird. he wanted it to bring her on, and I like both wanted it and didn't want it because I was like, "This is so awkward." Because mm-hmm. Luke kept saying, "You know, it says that Andrew's going to man the grill," and Andrew was like, "I am not manning the grill. I'm not manning the grill there because he's not comfortable with, I guess, wherever the grill is." Um, and he was like, "Let's get Genevieve on." I'm like, "No, this is a bad no. idea." But yes, please. But no, don't do it. It's not a good idea. And I, I think Luke sort of shot it down. Like this, yeah. is, this is not wise right this is not wise well i have to agree with him that i don't think grilling on the roof no oh that's a terrible idea given the way they've described it being somewhat ramshackle and possibly not i think part of the problem is that the floor is that like asphalt yes and that black so that's what's on my balcony and i had the same exact thought because i bought a grill recently and i was like well, it's a propane grill. It's not like any charcoal is going to fall. But no, 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 no. Like I thought about it for three seconds and I was like, no, it's just going to be down, down on the ground. It's fine. Yep. It could yes. be down there. I don't also don't want to walk up and down the stairs with food. So no, no. Downstairs is the no. right place for it. And I, yeah, I don't want to put fire on that kind of flooring. Yeah, that's probably a wise choice. Moving on to a different party that Anders seems to be, you know, like nominally more excited about. Um, they're try they're doing a picnic this year. I can't remember exactly what it is. It's in September, right? Like it's a summer picnic. Like, like that's September barely in summer. Seventh. And this is an official TBTL picnic, right? Yes. And um, you know, they're dealing talking about they're dealing with the Seattle Parks Department, which I know Christy has had some run ins with them. It doesn't seem like a, you know, super efficient department. Um, we need mm-hmm. Leslie no. I think in there. Yeah, I think Christy can feel better because I know it's not just her they're jerking around. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Although, Andrew, I don't know why. Every time he starts to describe like his interactions with 
like municipal workers or somebody in a bureaucracy. Again, it's always like a woman and she was nice, but he, I mean, I kind of got what he was saying. Like you kind of didn't know if you were on the good side or not. I don't know, but they talk about it so much that it starts to make me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you're so weird. But, um, the the party seems like it's going to be fun. It seems very similar to another picnic that has mm. been recently had. Mm. Weird. I don't I don't know. It's weird that they seem to <laughs> except they're not going to do a you show, know. right? Well, I yeah. think yeah. that's we've advocated for that. I mean, not to them, but we've we've said amongst ourselves that they should not bother with trying to do a live show at mm-hmm. these picnics no. because that's not what people are necessarily there for. It's a no. time of no. like fellowship for the tens to get together and hang out. And I mean, it's great if they, you know, want to do a live show, but it seems to add so much complexity to it. What people really want is a chance to socialize with Luke and Andrew. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, you know, if if, you know, the ancillary characters from TBTL come, it'll be Mm -hmm. like fun. And, and yeah, I always think a live show, I mean, probably ours included. I always think it seems weird and it's like, you can't really hear anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And, the, the hosts are not as comfortable because they were so performing in front of an audience and it just, it seems odd, but yeah, you're right. They just want to have fun with the hosts and actually get to interact with these people that they listen to five days a week. Yep. And I think um, for the first time they're doing it at the right time, they're doing it on yes. a Saturday mm-hmm. like, <laughs> for like seven hours, like starting in the afternoon. <gasps> yes. So families can come, people could come later. I just think that the, for the first time, I think that they've really got their ducks in a row as far as this is concerned yeah. and they made all the right decisions. So I applaud yes. them. It sounds like it's going to be fun. And they're providing. Yes. They, they're providing food. Yes. they Andrew is going to grill. He seems much happier about this grilling they're gonna bring <laughs> the burgers his and the dogs and if other people want to bring something fine but don't feel obligated i think this is wonderful yay my dad just brought me breakfast y'all yay yay <laughs> thanks dad um hillary it's almost 11 no eating on the mic <laughs> and he said and the electric bill um <laughs> <laughs> no um <laughs> now I um I think it does sound like fun. They started to go down the road of like, should we tell people by their last names no. of what they should bring? And yeah. it's like, stop, no, stop, don't. If there's don't anything that we have learned from having potluck picnics, it's that there is always way too much food. That's how you end mm. up with a tray of turkey <laughs> pin wrap. Yes. Pin roll wraps sitting on, on your, air your air conditioner overnight <laughs> so grody Matt, Pe- come on. people like to bring stuff so just i mean there, let yeah it, it'll let be, it be fine yeah. yeah it'll be great um moving on to a topic that was brought by one of the tens they get it was this an email or a voicemail i can't remember uh, voicemail voicemail i'm calling this segment this american voyeurism because hillary you did say this sounds like something that would be a this american life story uh, absolutely lis- listener tyne has recently uh gotten a home phone number she said that she just she has a small child and she felt like it'd be better to have a a home line again and she obviously she got a an old somebody else's old phone number and there are almost 150 voicemails for this oh gosh. former Jeez. person. And she's been starting to listen to them. And they kind of tell the tale of this person's life a little bit. I don't know. All I get is those stupid fucking credit card refinance mm-hmm. things. And yeah. Whatever. I 
I don't call my family and they don't call me for the most part. <laughs> like, what is this family doing? Why do they have to talk so much? But I'd get rid of my phone number too. Yeah. She's a little <laughs> bit conflicted because is she okay ethically to listen to these old voicemails? And Luke and Andrew are like, oh my God, I wish we could listen to these. They <laughs> agree that it probably wouldn't be ethical to play them on TBTL for everybody else to hear. But I... <laughs> I think they finally sort of land on it's okay for time to listen to them. I think it's okay for her. I do too. She owns the, she owns, well, I don't know if she owns it, but she, it's her, it's her number now. So mm-hmm. yeah, she didn't steal any information from anybody. The phone company dropped this in her lap and she's bored sitting at home with a young child. I would listen to yeah. it too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I would be so excited to yeah. listen to it. <laughs> Please. Yeah, well, no, you want to no. know every detail of everybody's <laughs> life. Yeah. So. I do. Tell me everything. I mean, I wonder how old some of these are. Because when we, we don't have a landline anymore, but when I guess we had to have a voicemail, or, I don't remember why we had it, but I played it. And it was like you, Anne. Like it was, there were a whole bunch of messages, but they were all from, you know, some credit cards or whatever. And it was stupid shit. And so I'm like, you know, are the, any of these really, really good? I Like, if there's some juicy ones in there, yes, please. That's amazing. But I feel like in the last 10 years, people just don't leave really good voicemails on, like, an answering machine. Mm-mm. I get them at work only from doctors who are, I don't know, 55 and above. And I'm like, please just email me. <laughs> I used to faithfully check my work voicemails, and now I've just stopped. And I have that Google voicemail alert where it says you have a voicemail or whatever and I just delete them I'm like this is probably unprofessional of me but I just don't (laughs) care I read the transcriptions of them our system is a little bit different well this is on my my cell phone my cell phone will transcribe them for me and that's the only and and yeah the only voicemails I get are like this is Don Huffings calling you from Dallas and I'm like please I don't I don't care anymore <laughs> please stop calling me <laughs> and I can't unsubscribe from that or it's like uh this it's a pre-recorded message that I get it's several different women's voices and they're all trying to sound like they're real people but they're definitely yeah. recording so they're like hi yes. I'm yeah. um my name is like Sally or something you know they add in all these superfluous like you know stupid ums uh-huh. and and pauses where they're trying oh, to hi oh, I didn't hi. hear you there I'm calling because I'm calling about your student loans and like we have this cool new thing and I'm like eh, yeah right I've heard this a hundred times so that's like Goodbye. the only voicemail I get <laughs> I know, Ugh. but I would listen. I mean, one hundred and time, you're you're fine. Yeah, yeah. listen. I think listen so too. With the plum. All right, let's go to a final topic. TBTL friendos. Boy, I am really enjoying these Friday friendos. I think mm-hmm. they're great. This week they had Lauren Ober from the APM podcast Spectacular Failures, edited by one Phyllis Fletcher, that is rocketing up the podcast charts. It's yep. on a whole bunch of like trending. Uh, lists and stuff so I I'm happy for Lauren she is wonderful I really enjoyed listening to her talk to the guys and she's Mm -hmm. not familiar with TBTL she was funny she was like I usually try to listen to the back episodes of a podcast before I go on it but then I saw that you had almost 3,000 episodes (laughs) (laughs) so she's not somebody who's gets TBTL the history of TBTL but she is somebody that gets the vibe of TBTL for sure Oh, yeah. She fit on just right. Yep. Exactly. She sure did. She talked about reading nasty 
like iTunes comments and stuff and how it just basically rolls off her back and she has really thick skin. I was like, God, I wish I could develop that. Of course, Luke's uh, and Andrew's way of dealing with criticism is to get mad and turn it back on to the criticizer. My Mm -hmm. way of dealing with it is to like self-immolate and pull the criticism into me and be like, (laughs) yes, I'm the worst person who ever lived. You're right. (laughs) You're right. I've worried about this for so long. (laughs) So I got to learn what, uh, what Lauren's doing to be able to deal with that. And we also find out that she hates the security training, this cybersecurity training, just as much as Luke and Andrew. In fact, she <laughs> also did screen caps from the training. <laughs> and she checks her APM email uh, almost as much as Luke does, which is to say pretty much never. I was getting stressed out, though, because, I mean, I'm like, they probably are listening to this one because it's a crossover event, and they're talking about how shitty APM is, and I'm like, stop talking, stop talking. (laughs) They're saying the quiet part out loud again. I know, you don't need to do that. No, but she was very charming. I really, I liked her her vibe Mm -hmm. and I just I just thought she was funny and you know while it does annoy me to no end when they talk about cybersecurity training because everybody (laughs) has to do it it was funnier for some reason coming off of coming from her I I thought she was charming about it yeah I think I think I figured out what it is I think five to seven minutes of talking about how much we hate cybersecurity training is great 45 to 57 minutes of talking yep. about it makes yeah. me yep. want to stab myself in the neck with a fork. And just circling back to it constantly. Yep. It's like, oh my God, let it go. You got to let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. She was, she was delightful and I'm happy mm-hmm. for her and I'm happy for Phyllis because I think it is a success and I think that they'll hopefully renew it. Yeah, I yeah, would think so. Yeah. I mean, as long as she doesn't start asking for more money... As long as she yeah. doesn't get all fancy. Ladies, what are you doing? Come on. <laughs> Just be grateful. Yeah. She <laughs> should stop right. making all those puns, though. Right. Those non-pun puns. <laughs> I've listened to the show. She does not make that many puns. <laughs> and it's so funny because I remember Phyllis was like, yeah, I mean, she definitely like, some, you know, people say, oh, like her voice. And she mentioned this, like her voice or whatever. And I'm like, she has a completely normal kind of newsworthy yeah. voice. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that. She She's just a, a woman voice. with a personality. That's her right. crime. Yeah. She doesn't even yeah. have like a, that dumb vocal fry that people no. are right, upset about, which doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> yeah. No, she doesn't have any of it. Like there's no. she, nothing to point to in the quality of her voice. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's fun being a lady. And I'm sure it's I'm sure it's fun being a gay lady as well. That's that's oh, probably sure. a, a great time in public. Right. Yep. Final thoughts? We have a that's a good spoof this week. <laughs> yeah, I I laughed out loud when Andrew said the words Christian rap club and Luke said that is called church. <laughs> <laughs> Good that times. was really funny. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, it depends gosh. on what kind of church you go to. Probably. <laughs> there is a billboard near my house, and it's a it's a guy wearing a golf hat, and he's pointing straight at the camera, um, with his you know his hand is, you know, way in front of the frame, and it says church for people who hate church. And I bet you anything that that is a Christian rap club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd probably sing a lot of choruses. So of my cool. God is an awesome God. There. I bet you can yes. wear jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, is it not some God? Oh, no, oh, I'm boy. not going to do it. <laughs> do you 
hear me try to hit the high note. I can't do it. <laughs> You're in a bathroom, too. You should have good acoustics. <laughs> I don't have a good voice, though. That's the problem. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on to housekeeping. Um, you guys should check out our merch. There's going to be new stuff soon. LittleRedBandwagon.com. The archive project is still going, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's in stasis. <laughs> kind of. It's in stasis, but we, we still need people. So if you're interested, please contact Christy. Um, use our Amazon link for your purchases and we get a few pennies. It really helps us out. Use the link LittleRedBandwagon.com slash Amazon. And check out our sister podcast, Earbuds and Earworms. This week's episode is Kids Songs But Weirder. I added the question mark. That was an editorial on my part. It seems seems like they should be kids songs, but maybe there's something a little bit more going on there. Sure, I like it. Talking about? Yeah, I think I think that's that's the gist. Um, All right, get involved. LittleRedBandwagon.com is our website. Thank you for your throw your phones. Go to throwyourphone.com. We love it when y'all send us little messages. It brightens our day. Uh, join us on the Facebook page. I think that there were some fun. Um, Jack took. Did he post him on the LRB Facebook page? I know he posted on the Stins, but uh, Jack Taylor took some great pictures from the um, the picnic that didn't make me want to completely die. So um. <laughs> there's a great picture of my brother Matt after he threw a, yes. a hole in one on the cornhole. Yes, I think we're calling it phone hole since it is throw your phone themed. But I mean, it like. If it was basketball, it would have been nothing but net on that hole-in-one. <laughs> so he was very proud <laughs> of himself. Hole. It's a, it's such a cute picture. I love it. And um, I think Andrea took some pictures. There is one picture of me that I, I, I don't like. But Andrea took some great pictures. Hillary, you are um, the only person that doesn't like that picture. The yeah, rest of us it. adore it. I and it cute. is like essence of Hillary. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Um, my essence is in trouble. Um, <laughs> our show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Email us at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com. Um, send us a voice memo. It's super fun and easy, and I think it's better than actually calling the voicemail. Mm-hmm. Uh, just record it and email it. Perfect it however you'd like. Uh, fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. And with that, and why don't you get us out of here? Until next time, this is the next party. We love you, Jen. Nailed it. I think when I cut out the stop down and the 18 yeah. minutes we spent before, <laughs> this is going to be a yeah. reasonably length show. Yeah, actually, I don't think. I'm oh, boy. Poor Mike. Bye, Mike.